Good evening and welcome to NUFC Matters with me, Steve Wraith. It's an extra show for you tonight. We've put the uh, the retro show back uh, to 8 o'clock because um, I'm a man of my word and uh, I reached out to Adam Pearson, who we've got on tonight, who was, uh, he's been a bit of a critic of mine, I've got to say. He's had, he's had a little bit of a pop at us before Christmas and um, I was sent it. I had a look at it and to be fair, I'm not one to hide away from people and uh, I, I watched his video with interest and I thought it was only fair to get him on the show. We'll have a chat and I'm going to go on to his show straight afterwards which he'll get enough chance to, to plug and, and publicise um, straight after as well so I can talk to his audience but uh, Happy New Year and good evening Adam Well Happy New Year Steve, thank you for having me on uh, yeah I appreciate you of course inviting us on, I just want to get some things out of the way straight away uh, a lot of people keep saying I hate Steve I don't, I promise you I don't hate Steve at all uh, I made some comments about him yes but I don't hate well, look, before you, before you, before before you start, Adam, let's let's just look, uh, just to show how just how how we, me and you met, right? I was going through a bit of a bad time on Twitter. I got sent this tweet. What's your thoughts on this, mate? Okay, that wasn't from you. It was from a guy called Joss, who you know you apparently know. I you said that on one of your videos. Um, yeah, I had. I had a lot of trolling, right, basically from from numerous accounts, um, mainly about the takeover. Some of it quite personal. Some of it aimed at the people who I had photographs taken with. Some about a video I'd done with Sean Atwood, uh, trying to make out that I, I condone sexual harassment of women, which I clearly don't. Um, some people accusing us of being a racist by having me photograph taken with Tommy Robinson. Um, some people would say Tommy Robinson's not racist. I don't get involved in the politics. I know Tommy Robinson because his name is Stephen Yaxley. And he basically is somebody who I've known through football, as he's a Luton Town fan, for, for over 25 years. Somebody who I wouldn't classify him as a friend, because I don't see him on a day-to-day -day basis, but somebody who I had a photograph taken with. That photograph was taken by somebody else, was put on somebody's social media, and unfortunately, somebody got a hold of that and decided to put that out as if I'd been sharing it and been proud of that photograph. It's not something I'm particularly proud of. It's not something that I wanted sharing out on the social media, but I'm not hiding from it. It's been there. I even put it out myself the other day. But the point I wanted to make is this is how we met. This photograph, um, I wasn't happy with it. I've got to be honest. It came at a bad time. I was getting trolled incessantly from numerous accounts. So what I decided to do was, instead of replying, I did reply to the kid, was then just block him. You had also um, made a comment, I blocked you as well. Now, you took that as a bit of a slight. You can have your right to reply in a minute. But you did decide to go out on your channel, which, will, which we will plug, um, mainly Newcastle United stuff. You weren't happy. This is an edited version um, of a couple of videos you've done about me. Yeah, straight away though. If you haven't watched my channel before, um, I, I don't like Steve Wraith and I've got reasons why. Uh, essentially, he threatens people online. Bang out order. Um, it's just bad. It's intimidation. You, you can't do it. You just simply can't do it. He's, he's crossing the line and Steve's like, oh, that line. Tommy Robertson, I doubt he knows you. Um, I've got a feeling you've got a picture with him. Uh, he, he puts up the tweet to try and get some attention, which he gets. But at the same time, it encourages our people to join in. That is the problem I have with him. Again, Steve, I'm always looking for a message if you've got anything against me. Um, well, if I was in your situation, I would definitely would message me because considering I made a video about your cornea, cornea hypocrite, someone that threatens people. But uh, yeah, it's clearly obviously he's just hiding away. But... And he blocked me. He straight up blocked me from that, which kind of pissed me off. Um, I don't get why he blocked me. I just don't agree with some of the things he said. I'm not happy you blocked me. Um, that's the completely the wrong thing to do. I'm trying to help you out, but I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. He's threatening a 17-year-old in that case. I mean, come on, Steve. What, you're in your 40s now or something? I mean, come on. Yeah, it's not good how Twitter's ran, but at the same time, Steve, you cannot directly change that term. Um, he's trying to think he's trying to say. 
I want to make this change. You can't directly do that. Um, honestly, professional footballers have millions of followers have tried, they haven't done it. So I don't think you've got a chance, pal. But yeah, and my my um, my advice I would give you is to literally just block people put hate on, but don't block people like me who's trying to help you out. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got to say about Steve, really. I don't hate the guy. I'm not here to pretty much try and bring him down. I'm just here to simply give my thoughts and tell him that he's doing things wrong and he has made a few mistakes that he needs to own up to instead of just blocking people and hiding behind his account. Okay, so there we go. It is it is edited between the two videos. Um, I didn't do that. I got me mate to, uh, to do that who does my video stuff. Look, it's all out in the open. We all know about it. I'm not one to hold grudges. I don't want it. I don't want this to drag on and I don't want this show to be all about it either. However, you are. You, I do want to have you on to give you your right to reply. Then I want to talk about football, Adam, because you're a Newcastle fan. I'm a Newcastle fan. You've got a podcast. I've got a podcast. I don't want this to be a witch hunt for, with anybody. And, um, you know, I actually respect what you do. You're a kid who's going out and you're trying to make... Uh, uh, you know, make a, you know, make something of yourself during a pandemic. Talking about Newcastle, and you're doing a good job. You've got nearly seven thousand followers. So, what I wanted to do was get you on here and say, look, well done, fair play to you. I disagree though with some of the stuff you've said, and you have contradicted yourself a little bit. I don't hate Steve Wraith. I hate Steve Wraith. You know, give it, give us your full your full SP on this. Sorry for interrupting you, but I, I had to show that mate when you were going off on one on, on, on. Okay. Uh, in the first video, uh, I stand by all the points I said. Um, I didn't word some of the, uh, the actual comments well. Um, obviously, for example, I said I hate, I don't hate you. Again, I don't hate you. Um, I don't know why I said that. Like, I just mean not wording something correctly because I don't edit my videos. I literally just say it in one take. And uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes I just say stuff to my head that's just not true, though. In that case, um, no, saying I hate you, I, I don't, I promise you. But yeah, I, I didn't word some of the things right. But all the points in my first uh, video, especially, I do stand by. In the second video, at times, as you can see, obviously, I did take little pops at you. Uh, nothing personal. I just little, literally little digs to try and get your response, really, because I made those videos with the intention of you watching them and uh, obviously you responding, essentially, because uh, I wasn't happy you were you blocked me in the first place. And there are quite a few other examples as well. Just uh, people obviously just try to come on to criticize you and you just sort of block them on the spot. But uh, of course, before you start, and obviously disgusting, uh, um, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, um, imagine, you know, um, it's not easy, you know, imagine you've got a lot of troll comments. For example, last week, you know, I've seen some of your tweets that people were like, telling you, can you sit down now? It's absolutely disgusting. I mean, um, there's just wrong, wrong ones, I tell you. But, um, for example, that one, of course, with the guy who's uh, obviously edit the top of your head. That, in that, that case, um, pretty much when uh, you actually retweeted, like, coaches are people joining, which is one of the points I made. And, I mean, uh, yeah, it's just sort of escalated from there. But, of course, we'll go through point by point if you want to, you want to discuss them further. Yeah, I mean, look, there's comments coming in, you know, not and everyone is, as I would expect, on the NUFC Matters channel being respectful, which is nice. Nathan Thomas, he says the review of the documentary was just overly negative. He was jumping on the bandwagon and just being a tosser. That's that's his opinion. Um, you know, uh, Mikey Y says, looking forward to this. I've recently had to set up a new Twitter account due to trolling. I don't get why. We're all entitled to our own opinion. It doesn't make us right or wrong. Um, right up my street, this. Go on, lads. Look, I mean, look, I mean, look, from our perspective, you know, we do these because we want to get them out there. We want to talk about Newcastle United. I set it up for the for the reason of essentially making money last year because. I wanted me, Malcolm McDonald and Gibbo to have a regular channel. That's what I did. Unfortunately, last year, 
and this was right at the beginning of last year. It didn't it didn't really work out? And I'm talking not last season, sorry, the season before. It didn't work out. People just didn't want to get involved. We, we were only pulling in about maybe it's 250, 300 views live, maybe it's 900 views after that. You know what I mean? So it wasn't really doing what we hoped it was going to do. We didn't feel the time and effort we were putting in was working. Then suddenly we're hit with a pandemic and we decided, you know, I decided really for my own sanity to be able to do something and have a bit of, you know, have a bit of control in my life and be able to do something. I decided to do a show and I did it on Instagram. I didn't do it on YouTube, did it on Instagram. The show started to become really successful on there. I had about a thousand people watching on Instagram. I was blown away. It wasn't even really a tool that I used. And then suddenly, you know, I moved it from there to, to YouTube and the success is, is, you know, it has grown. I've made it into a community or a cult as some people would like to call it but it's not you know it's nothing more than something which a lot of people get a lot of enjoyment out of now you've done the same right you've done the same you've gone out you've created a channel you talk about Newcastle United and I think what I like about yours is and yours has got so, something different to what other people have got is that you're a young man right you're a, you're part of the younger member of the fan base Nobody really else. Nobody has that. We're all, a lot of us are all forty something. So been there, done it, got the T-shirt. As far as protests are concerned, we've actually known happier days under Keegan, um, you know, uh, and John Hall. But you're part of the rap. You're part. You're part of the the Mike Ashley era, and and that fascinates me. Um, have you got anything else to say about what we've what we've talked about? Because look, I, I don't really want to drag it on. You might want to drag it on on your own program, and that's that's entirely up to you. But from my perspective, I just feel that look, we've 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 got this out the way. I think it was important. I think it's important for people who watch your channel and watch mine. I hold no grudges against you. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I blocked you because of the kind of garbage that I get on social media. You mentioned the one about death threats. You'll not be able to read this, but um, you know this is the one I got last week. You are a clinical psychopathology, and that is all I have to say to a person like you. You make me sick because you're a psychopath and you need to be put down. Psychopaths like you need to be put down. Thanks, goodbye. Wow, you psychopath. Why are you alive? Fuck you, psychopath. My God, why the fuck are you alive? Psychopaths like you need to die. And that was directed to me on my personal uh, Instagram account. I get stuff like that every week, Adam, and that's really last last word from me. That's why that you know isn't funny. That's why I didn't like it, and that's why I blocked. And I actually went through a whole period of just blocking, blocking, and blocking people because I was sick of it. What I decided to do this year, well, obviously after the documentary and the success of the documentary, and people were really pleased, things did quieten down. I decided just to come back on a Twitter, unblock the people who who I thought deserved to be unblocked. And I'd, I'd actually listen to what you'd have to say about blocking, because I thought, actually, Adam's quite right. Maybe I shouldn't be blocking these people. I should. I, I will try and interact, but in future, I'm just going to report people. So I will report them. And if I've got if I've got a spare half an hour, I'm going to go through the people's timelines who are trolling me. I'm just going to report them. And I'm going to report them and report them and report them until those accounts get taken down. So that's what I'm going to do in future. But that's because of your advice about me blocking people. So, you know, listen. You're a young man, as I say, you're up and coming, you're going to do what you want to do, um, but at least one thing that you told us, I will listen to, and I appreciate your advice on that, you know, albeit on a video where you were having a pop at us. Right, um, in terms of my life, I don't want to be a dick, but um, I will make quite a few comments about my videos, because I've made a lot of points towards you, and I do think I need to explain them in this case, for the simple fact that, you know, I called you a lot of things, and I... Yeah, you know, I can't just sort of just not, not explain it because I can't slander someone's name. Like, everything I've said, I feel like it's justifying them. Obviously, you don't want to discuss in your stream, but I, I will in my stream because um, 
I do feel like some more points do need to be explained more, especially you know I've got to put you face to face now. But yeah, um, in terms of obviously blocking people, uh, yeah, you know those sort of comments. In, in my opinion, she just block them on the spot, especially uh, except from the ones with like death threats stuff like that, because obviously you know it's discussed and obviously they should be taken for and just be blocked. But in that case, I felt like that tweet was just well, it was just someone trying to get your attention and. But unfortunately, when you put that tree up there, in my opinion, all people are going to come in and actually know what and where we're speaking at. Just to intentionally try and wind you up and they try to get a response. Okay. Uh, Josh, obviously one of your fans, he says, uh, I thought the photo of getting his head sucked is funny. Yeah, look, I did, mate. But when you're getting death threats, mate, um, and getting stuff that I'm getting, it's, you know, it's it's not funny. And, you know, the, the fact that, um, you know, the fact that I was getting that on a daily basis can, can actually affect people's mental health. And, and that is the point that, you know, I've made time and time again, you know, even me, somebody who people look at and say, ah, nothing affects Steve. Well, I'm afraid it does. It can affect us all. You don't know what's going on in my personal life. I come on and do seven shows a week sometimes more but you don't know what's going on in my personal life you don't know whether I've had a death in the family you don't know whether I'm suffering from anxiety you don't know what you know I've lost my entire business really in 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 the, in the grand scheme of things over the last 10 months my main income is from events I, I put events on you know all all the way through the year football events sporting events music events not being able to do any of that I've had no help from the government. So, you know, from my perspective, it's not woe is me. I'm, I come from a, a background where I go and find something else and I graft. So I've been grafting on books, working on books. Again, something I'm criticised for because I do it about criminals. That's my choice. It's an interest I've got and it's a field that I'm very specialised in. I know a lot of criminals. I know about them and I know their, I know their stories. So I don't have to explain myself to anybody, but I'm quite an open book. I am very honest and... Um, you know, that, that comment that you made, Josh, yeah, it, it might be funny to you. Yeah, I've got a bald head. Yeah, great. There's a lot of people who got bald heads. Somebody can do Photoshop and make it look as if it's a woman sucking the top of my bald head. Yeah, it is funny. And I have got a good sense of humour. I can laugh at myself. But it's the timing of it and it's when it comes. And then it's when somebody comes on and then has a pop at you on their channel um, for blocking them. You know, it's one of those things. No, Josh, I'm not a criminal. Uh, never have been, never will be. But, um, look, you know, study again, you were both Newcastle fans that want the best for the club. We all have different opinions. It doesn't mean one is right and the other is wrong. We should respect each other and stand united. Yes, it is. It, it is the case. We are both Newcastle fans. Um, look, anything else to say on that? And I know you're going to be, you know, I, I know you're going to be going, you know, on, 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 well, we're both going to be going on your show and talking about it. So, you know, what... You know, anything else to say on it before we take a couple of questions off people? Well, just to comment itself, really, um, I literally came out and I said, listen, um, because you started getting an argument with Jossie personally, obviously, edit the top of your head. And um, I literally said at one point, because uh, I believe you said something along the line of Jossie, I'm going to report in my documentary team. You can happily come on and explain why you said that on the Saturday morning. It was something along the line that you said. Yeah. Actually, I brought the tweet and I said to that, saying, like, um, like, I don't get this guy at all. He's taking things without proportion. Like, why is he threatening this kid? And uh, yeah, you fucking just blocked me in the spot for that. I was just gonna ask you up like uh, why did block Okay. Me? Well the reason the reason be the reason between you and I and, and everyone watching is that, you know, I had to, I was playing a bit of a game with the trolls. The trolls were obviously, you know, watching my account, they were tweeting me, they were you know, they were harassing me. Um so I, I started putting it out there that I was gonna doorstep people. It was never an intention, not during the pandemic. We were saying we were gonna doorstep people. I was trying to flush a few trolls out, and I'm pleased to say we did. It's how we ended up with, you know, obviously two 
people sitting on the documentary, but we did manage to flush a couple out. I had names and addresses of a couple. We obviously traced our good friend in Perth to, uh, you know, his, his, his home address. We found out his relatives and his girlfriend and, um, you know, quite a lot of information on him because he'd been quite careless on other social media channels. Did we intend to doorstep him? No. Did we say we were going to? Yes. Why not? It's, um, you know, from our perspective, we wanted him to, to maybe think twice about his social media conduct. And that, that was the reason that we put that out there. But it also flushed others out because two or three of them decided then to ring me up, contact me, can you ring me, um, wanted, as you know, in my street. I mean, that's just unacceptable. But he turned up in my street panicking panicking that he was going to be exposed then we had another one who i spoke to who was willing to tell us everything about these people the only person they didn't know about was the the worst account of all which at this moment in time is gone but from my perspective it was all about trying to get information and once we got that information yeah we never intended on doorstepping people but you know it's you know, to, to say to the kid, you know, I didn't know he was a kid. I didn't know he was 17, didn't know what age he was. But he was, he's old enough to send a tweet like that to me, um, you know, having, having a pop at me. And, and you know, from my perspective, I had, a, I had a, you know, a response to him. And that was, if you want to be on the, you know, want to be on the documentary, we'll come doorstep you, you know, and that was it. So, look, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. He's big enough to send that tweet, then he's big enough to receive something back. And all I was saying was, if you want to be on the documentary, um, you took umbrage at that, and then you took umbrage at me blocking you, and that's it. End of story. Um, you know, the, there's no other, there's no big debate about it. There's no other, there's no other answer to that question. I got what I wanted. I got people talking, and ultimately, with the documentary, think before you tweet, which is pinned to our YouTube account, which you can watch at any time. It's also on Amazon Prime, despite the trolls thinking it wasn't. Um, and it's had great views. It's had great viewing figures. I'm really pleased with it. People have watched it. People have said it was really good. They've enjoyed it. Some people like yourself might not have enjoyed it for whatever reason. It was done on zero budget in a pandemic, and it was done, you know, by me and one other person, and you know, we had a, we had a runner as well. But you know, I was pleased with it because it, we actually proved, and you know, on your on your critique, you basically said, what was the point of doing it? The point of doing it was to show that essentially two people who've been quite prolific on Newcastle's timeline and Twitter. Um, you know, essentially, you know, are real people. They aren't. They aren't just, you know, um, gifts. They're not. They're not just pictures behind it. You know, they're, they're not fake accounts. These are real people. And I think once you saw these two people sitting together, um, what did I get out of that? What did I get out of it? I got. I got a lot out of it actually. Um, it was like a social experiment watching, you know, two people. I wouldn't even say defending that, defending that credibility. They were, they were more or less trying to justify what they'd done. And, you know, I, people, people walk away and look at what Ben said and what Ian said, and they make their own minds up. There's team, there's clearly a team Ian and a team Ben. We are going to do a program with the two of them on. Uh, we're going to have them back on just on a show like on here and, and get people to ask them questions. And, you know, probably have one or two other contributors from that show. But it just showed that the human, Adam, and that's all I wanted to show. You know, you don't hide behind a fake profile. I don't hide behind a fake profile. You're Adam, I'm Steve. Um, but these other people do. They hide, they hide behind like fake images and, and some of them are quite disturbing. And, 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 and it really doesn't do... You know, it doesn't do our fan base any good having, you know, that kind of representative. And I understand why some people do hide behind it, but not when, not when it's abusive. It's obvious why they're doing it. And I, and, and your little point about, um, you know, I can't change the world. It was never about changing the world. You know, and you said premiership footballers have tried and failed. 
ultimately for me, um, hearing Les Ferdinand come out last week and say what he said about um, you know the the social media situation surrounding the Q, QPR, where he said that anonymous accounts need to stop, I thought, wow, that's great. And I text Les. And I said to him, that's absolutely superb. And I went, have you watched the video? And he went, yeah, I've watched it. He says, um, and, and so from my perspective to hear that Les had watched our video and he, he you know, he, he agrees with me that, that, you know, we shouldn't have anonymous accounts. Listen, well, I won't well, change yeah, the world, but he might change, he, he might help change the world. He might, because he's a big, he's a big player. No, the thing I was just saying is, uh, well, yeah, of course it's great to get messages like that, but... Yeah, just because he said it's obviously by having honest consequences, means you're going to stop. Like, I was the point I was making. And about the two people that are on you, uh, of course, on the documentary, you spent half the time with them there. At the end of the video, both of them said that the fact that like, it was pointless being on it. And, uh, I know they said he'd come back now, but at the time, the video, they said at the end, like, oh, I kind of wish you didn't have this. You know, it's sprung up sort of like, it's sprung up sort of past events and stuff like that. You're saying, oh, it's a bit pointless. But that was my main criticism of the documentary. Just those two didn't really benefit much from it. And the documentary was, mm. of course, mainly about them in terms of the length. Ben's, Ben's really benefited massively, um, and, and, and to be honest, so is Ian, and, and I think they'll say that when they come on the show um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, but unfortunately there's still been a bit of banter between them on Twitter, but yeah, listen, that's going to happen, um, you know, I didn't bring them on to try and tell them the error of their ways, I wanted them to see the error of their ways and, uh, and see, see whether anything could be done, but you know, listen, it, we, can't, we can't tell people what to do, um, we can only keep our own houses in order, and you're quite right, I won't change the world, but you know, I've said what I had to say because... It's personally affected me. Um, I've I've been trolled uh, a lot, you know, and I've had more than this. I've had worse. I've had I've had worse situations than that. I don't believe you me. Um, you know, I've had threats on my life, real threats on my life. Not tro- trolling on Twitter is is minor, really. Um, but you know, from my perspective, I've been in. You know, I've I've got a few years on you, and I've got a lot of life experience. And from my perspective, you know, getting getting that on Twitter is you know I, I shrug it off. Um, Steve Hasty asks, why does Adam feel so aggrieved at being blocked? Is it not the equivalent of simply not answering a phone call or a knock on the door? Good question, Steve. Um, Adam. Well, the reason why I was obviously complaining I got blocked is because, well, I literally just said that um, you shouldn't really be threatening that kid. He just blocked us on the spot. It was just probably a bit of a toxic sort of thing, really. Um, I just don't get why I did it. I thought it was a complaint I was making, really. But the other thing is, it's also been, uh, we've also been doing all people. I've seen a lot of posts about it. Mark's obviously on Twitter. Like, I've got quite a few different examples down, which we're getting more detail on my screen. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, it was just a bit of criticism. I'd really, you know, um, people that obviously have negative opinions regardless of whether it's just trolls or... People are just seeing something negative in terms of criticism. You, my point was you just block them all. And uh, I, obviously, I don't think that's how you should be doing things. But okay. uh, it's your thing. Yeah, yeah. Nathan says, um, if anything, Adam, you were encouraging pylons. You tried to tap into the anti-Steve narrative and garner some quick views and likes. It's unfortunate, no, really. Don't. No. no. Okay. Dodo Bird says, I'm a real Steve Wraith fan. Lots of my friends appreciate Steve. Feel he doesn't have to answer to anybody and deserves a lot more respect than what he's been getting. Thank you, Dodo Bird. Swag Dog says, why did Adam feel the need to attack you in the first place, Steve? No, I attacked Steve. Um, I criticised him. He blocked me. That's why I made the video on him. Okay. I'm having trouble understanding what the kid is saying. Seems hurried and jumbled. Just take a breath, kid. That's from Mark. Um, Paul says, don't know you two guys personally. You seem like normal Toon supporters. Hopefully the young lad actually thinks in the future, says Paul. Um, Lewis Stokes says, have you seen the price of Bitcoin? I wouldn't go down that angle, I'm afraid. Uh, Mark says, Adam, the fact is you accuse Steve of being something that he's not. That is out of order. I had literally everything I said. I have super uh, stuff to prove. I met the other funny screenshots my video, but everything I said, you know, I didn't feel it was justified. I've obviously seen it first hand, but so 
Okay. Um, life goals just says keeps the touch on the side of his face when he talks. It's a sure sign of lying. Mikey says what really gets me is I've only encountered or seen trolling from Newcastle fans to other Newcastle fans. I just don't get it. How is something we all love so much turned so poisonous? It's divide and conquer. I often blame. Uh, I often blame. Uh, I often blame Mike Ashley for that. He's. 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 You know. He has. Essentially divided the fans, and and that that would be what I would have to say. Been waiting for a while for this. Adam P's Black and White Army says Jack Coe. Uh, don't forget we are going on Adam's channel very shortly. Mark Henderson says Adam showing Steve no respect. Uh, Rafa Benitez as God says the little boy should apologise for his agenda against you. Billy A says well said. Okay, well said, Steve. You're a top man. Thanks for keeping the shows going in these hard times. Uh, Josh King says Steve, I think you need to stop bullying people. You've mentioned that in your podcast. Um, I've don't bully people, mate. I've, I've I don't bully people. people. Um, I'm, not, I'm 90% certain. I'm not the much of a video, but I'm sure I haven't called you a buddy. Uh, you did say I was a bully. You did You did say I, I bullied people online. Well, um, and I've got to be honest. Go on. I've got to be honest. You know, everybody on Twitter is, is, is more or less the same. We can all be guilty of saying something. I might put something up. I might have put something up. You know, Joe Linton, prime example last season. Couldn't stand the guy as far as a player was concerned. I never attacked him directly, um, but I would, you know, I would, I was very sarcastic about Joe Linton last season because he was poor. He wasn't worth forty million. He wasn't scoring goals. Um, and for me, I, I gave an honest, uh, an honest opinion of him. But now, when I look back on what goes on, when I look back on what goes on and, and how things have changed on Twitter in the last twelve months in the pandemic, I think, yeah, I, I'm going to curb it in. So I've learned. So nobody's perfect. So Josh saying. You need to stop bullying people. I don't bully people, Josh. I don't know where you've got that from. Go on, Adam. What were you going to say? Well, I forgot what I was going to say now. But um, no, you were just yeah, well, um, just about bullying. Yeah, I mean, on one of your videos, you do say that I bully people online. No, well, I didn't mean to say that. Um, I don't think at all. That was just again, just me for ten minute video. You know, speaking from the head, essentially. Uh, yeah. In future, you know, so that's the thing I'll probably edit out. But uh, yeah, I just sat in the spot, man. I don't agree with that point at all. So yeah, sorry, that one. But okay. uh, in terms of the actual points, um, the point, the main points I made, and of course, I will obviously expand on. I called you a hypocrite. Um, I said you threatened people, and I also said that I've also I've already discussed this point. But I said that you I block anyone who criticise you regarding Robert Taylor. Like they're the main points I was obviously making in the first video. Does this? So when you say I threaten people, what do you mean? Well, the doorstep one, uh, even though, of course, you said that you weren't going to actually do it, it's still a threat. Like, you still did it with the intention of intimidating that person you sent it to. That's why that was my problem with it. Because uh, I, I, I called you a uh, hypocrite from that video, you know, the, the 10 minute sort of rant what he had when the, the guy turned up your house. That was the, uh, that was the video I was about for calling you a hypocrite. Because um, right, okay. in that one, because, uh, uh, of course, like you said, uh, the guy turned up your house. Obviously, it's a disgusting to say that's true, but. but yeah, uh, you were saying that, obviously, um, you know, this guy's tracked me down. It's disgusting. I can't believe someone's done this. But, like, five minutes later, you said you were going to do it a lot of people as well. I know, obviously, you didn't intend on doing it, but you still said it, which is why I called you a hypocrite. Yeah, Josh King says he was talking to Big Les and he says he doesn't like us. Well, that's fair enough, mate. That's bullying. Uh, Toon Fan, uh, he says the club we all love is called United, so can we all just be that? Uh, all accounts should be verified, simple as that, says Brian. Um, a bigger bloke than me who has spent a lot of regretted time in the big house told me when I was young, it's nice to be nice. 
Uh, Nathan Lovely says he likes your videos, which is good. So do I. I don't mind them at all. I have started watching them. You have been hammered, Steve. Um, you've been hammered, Steve. Absolute disgrace. Well, that's yeah. fair enough, mate, as well. That's your that's your opinion as well, mate. Uh, Life Goes says, arm wrestle and move on. Let's get this lad back to being angry on his own channel and steep the chatting with Super Mac and the ladies. Um, Lewis says, what actually is the point in this, though? Feels like Steve's just telling a little boy off. Well, we are going to go on to Adam's channel at 7 o'clock. Um, you know, I'm, I'm putting the shift in tonight because I'm doing the retro show at 8. Um, but I said I would go on Adams as well it just puts it to bed that's what it does uh, me and Adam have only spoken tonight it's the first time we've spoken uh, Daz says best of luck to you and Daz is obviously part of our team says best of luck to Adam in the future can I suggest reducing the speed you speak as it's difficult to follow it would help you in your message delivery cheers that's from Daz he's not being arsy he's being he's, he's being polite uh, that comes with that comes with practice, and I, I will give you some advice on that. It does. I, 25 years in the game doing this kind of thing, um, it does. You know, be your biggest critic. Be your biggest critic, Adam. Start watching your videos back and be be your biggest critic. Do you know what I mean? You'll pick up things. I used to go um 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 a lot in my in my interviews, but it's, it's something. Just yeah, yeah, but it's something just just be your biggest critic. That's all I'm going to say if I'm going to give you uh, any any advice. Lots of people, you know, talking about, you know, not being on Twitter. I might have been left upside down on a tree with me head by now. Paul Oxley says, a lot of people have tried to make a name of themselves through the takeover through YouTube and they seem to attack the NUFC Matters channel. Yeah, well, that's, that's par for the course, unfortunately. A lot of people don't like me and a lot of people don't like us and we just got to get on with it, unfortunately. It's uh, part of life and some of it's end some of it's people with an agenda I can't alter it unfortunately we've just got to get on with it but you know our viewing figures speak for themselves we get good people through um, and lots of people enjoy our, our various um, our various channels James says was the person turning up your house not similar to the doorstep and you threatened people with and uh, no because I didn't do the threatening of doorstepping as um, yeah yeah listen listen yeah listen it's a good point it's a good question James and I'm not hiding any of the questions that are coming out um, no it's not because this person is the same person that is on the documentary if you watch the documentary um, when we play the voicemails of the person turning up um, ringing Ian Hannon up uh, that's the same person who turned up in my street the person who's threatening to do him in with a hammer and do his wife and kids in with a hammer so ultimately for me no it's not talking about turning up at somebody's house who is trolling you incessantly um, i.e. the people who we track down in Perth um, and the other trolls who are fairly you know, significant on the Newcastle the one tweet about you yeah, yeah, but that that particular point that I made about Josh was was simply well, we can turn up and make you part of the documentary and turn up on your doorstep. It was, and it was again, as I ex intimidating, that was the point I made. Like, it, well, again, again, you could take it in one way or another, but that was me responding, and I've already told you the the stuff that I get on a day to day basis. I didn't find yeah. that funny, and I was I was ang angry at that particular tweet, and then you jumping in as well. So yeah, I responded to it, but I responded to it. I didn't didn't respond to it by threatening to you know to do him in with a hammer or or whatever like this well, person who turned up well, my street did. I just said you know well we can make you park in the documentary and we can turn up on your step. But he put that tweet to me for a reaction, Adam, and he got one, and yeah, that was the reason. That was the reason. That was the reason that he did it. So, I don't think you can compare the two things. But it's a good question, and I've asked it. Two threats, like, but mainly obviously one's worse than the other. But 
my yeah, but it was still a I'm going to put them on a doc. I'm going to put them on a documentary, or you, you know, you're going to get somebody turning up in your uh, in your street who's who's previously yeah, been arrested for making threats about doing somebody in with a hammer. It doesn't really add up. That 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 doesn't really add up. It's not the same thing at all. You know, says congratulations for the success of your channel, Steve. Have given NUFC bands a platform to wear their opinions and also a chance to hear opinions first and keep up the good work. Nathan still on. He says Adam. Adam is a goat. I don't know whether you know this person. He was very brave. Surely. <laughs> Blocking is one's personal choice, says Martin. Why so animated about it? There's enough hate going on between the fan base as it is. Madness. Blocking is a personal choice, Adam. Well, yeah, well, it is a personal choice, but still, I didn't see anything that obviously said anything insulting you. I didn't do anything bad, really. I just commented saying that you were threatening the guy and you blocked me in the spot. That was what I was annoyed about. And it's also yeah. well, obviously, you have tweets like that out. Okay, <laughs> Samantha from Lady. This isn't what I was the point I was making. Okay, Samantha from Ladies Night says, Hi Adam, thanks for being open and giving your views. Uh, Paul Oxley says, Well said, Steve, show the lad up, you can tell he's lying. Paul Oxley, 100%, says Mark. Is Adam aware we need a bigger JJ? I don't know what on earth the, the point of that one was. Come back to us. Uh, oh, we need a bigger ground, he says. We'll come to that uh, a little bit later. Tim says, Steve, you're a decent man. True, Jody, thank you for your show. We love watching your show. Can. Well, Darren, he has really given that example. He says, can Adam give an example of when and who Steve bullied? Yes, he believes that I bullied Josh, who sent us the uh, the, the tweet, uh, that one there. Um, he, he says that because I said I was going to turn up with a camera crew at his house, that that was cyberbullying. So ultimately, you know, that's down to someone's opinion, I guess. Um, Steve, your shows are a breath of fresh air, totally credible. Thanks, Tim. Martin Nesbitt, moaning about players, the club, and those things are our prerogative as fans. Being opinionated uh, about does not make anyone a bully, it surely does. Right, Josh, um, again, I I'm reading all of these out because I'm not going to hide anything. I think you're trying to make Adam look bad in front of your own audience by making him answer questions about only uh, his view on you. I think you're actually bullying Adam right now. Well, Josh, that's your opinion, but we've agreed that I'm going to go on to Adam's channel in the next half hour. I think we'll draw a line on the um, on this now we've done over half an hour on that what I want to do is talk to Adam about football we're both Newcastle fans um, and I am interested in Adam's views on, on Newcastle United so Adam how old are you first of all 20 20 okay when was your so, so when was your first Newcastle game um, no no against Arsenal 2011-12 season so nine years ago now nine years ago now okay so, so you're basically in the Mike Ashley era that's it. All you've ever known is the Mike Ashley era. What's it like being a supporter um, at you know at, at the young age that you are, and essentially you know watching old people like me, you know, moan and groan about things. I mean, are you are you happy under Ashley? Do you think we're moaning about something which maybe we shouldn't be moaning about because you know we have had two relegations, but we've also had two promotions in your time as a supporter. I mean, you're asking Castle fan if they don't like my Ashley. I mean, it's a pretty obvious answer. He's, he's an awful owner. Um, during his time, I mean, first season at the club, of course, fifth place my first year, I was actually going to the stadium. So that was great. But apart from that, really, uh, it's been pretty miserable. I mean, the matches are most of the time we tell, but the team's always been tell. The managers, the majority of the time, been bad. And yeah, welcome to the owner, in my opinion. Okay, um, so obviously the takeover, uh, it's on, it's off, it's on, it's off. We've had all of that situation. And then. Worst possible time in a pandemic. Um, Newcastle, you know, look as if they're going to get the best takeover of all. Mike Ashley come out and said that 
he was happy to sell only to somebody who could take the club forward. We had PIF, uh, PIF Amanda Stavely and the Rubin brothers at the table uh, all ready to do the deal. And then the Premier League goes up it. Stop it for whatever reason. Um, I'm sure it will all become known in due course. But what's your take on the whole takeover been? Well, I wish it happened to course uh, last summer. I thought it was going to happen. I was 100% it was going to happen. But yeah, for whatever reason, of course, it broke down. And uh, yeah, I'm gutted. But I'm being paying much attention at the minute, to be honest. You know, I just want to kind of get the season over and done with. But yeah, I'm at that point now where there's been so many different takeover stories. I just, oh, I just I just don't know what I believe anymore. So I kind of just kept myself out with. But yeah, I do anything about actually the club. I can't stand it. I really can't. Are you for the Saudi takeover? Um, I'm for take over for someone to take us forward and actually try and progress the team. And the Saudis would do it, in my opinion. But uh, just depends, really. It just depends what happens behind the scenes. But I would 100% want them. You do want them because I mean, obviously, there's been a lot on the timeline on Twitter in particular. You know about you know Kasogi. Uh, you know about the politics. Um, there's a, there's some in our fan base don't want the Saudis to take over. I mean, does that particularly bother you? Not really, you know, I just try to think my own thing, really. Um, of course, in terms of football, in terms of everything in Newcastle, everything's also divided, so it's not really one to completely um, keep this going with you up, but no, I, I do want the Saudis. I can't really see many of our owners out there that would seriously get this team going other than the Saudis, to be honest, but listen, if anyone else out there, just please buy the club. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's been a, a long haul, um, you know, and I'm sure it's going to drag on for, for a bit longer yet. Of course, that doesn't really affect what's going on on the pitch. Uh, Steve Bruce is is currently the the man in charge of picking the team. Uh, what's your views been on on Steve Bruce uh, and his term at Newcastle so far? It's just about what you expect, really. I think he's a terrible manager, but I mean, 13th last season. I'll be honest, I couldn't really complain about that. I mean, yes, it sucks, but we've got to be realistic. This season, I mean, it's let's say it was not going to happen to at least the summer, so. We just got to kind of got to hold out really to make sure we stay up. That's probably the main part. But yeah, in terms of even second, Bruce, like who even is there out there? I mean, Eddie Howison, who I really think of realistic compete Castle, but I don't think he'd be that much better than Bruce. Like, yes, I think he's a better manager, but in terms of positions in the team, I don't think he'd take that much higher. So um, I don't think he's a good manager at all. But again, I think we're comfortably served. So kind of just got to keep him into, uh, of course, you want us to come in and get rid of him. What do you make of the um, the Alan St. Maximin situation? Because obviously, uh, been quite a debate on online about that. Um, you know, the club say he's got COVID. It took them a while to come out and say that. Of course, private medical information is probably something they can't share as willingly as other stuff. But um, you know, there's been a lot of confusion amongst the fan base. A lot of people seem to think that uh, potentially he's had some kind of fallout with with Steve Bruce, but it's all allegations, it's all hearsay, none of it's none of it's really come out and none of us really know what is going on. But I mean what's your take on Alison Maxman? Well I mean, I don't even know what's going on behind the scenes. I thought he was fatigued from COVID. Um, I still believe he is, but like I just don't know how he's helped for so long. Uh, I really don't but yeah, by the way, for the people messaging, keep taking a piss out of his, like, this stuff. Um, I'm not going to respond to them, so quickly get out of the way, Steve. But, uh, yeah, about St. Maximin, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I really don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But, yeah, uh, we need to get about as soon as possible because they're falling so far. Uh, yes, we're not losing by much, admittedly, but it's, it's still not great at the minute. Yeah, I mean, Alison Maximum for me, um, you know, it's it's a strange situation. I watched that with, with interest and in, in, in how things pan out. Um, FA Cup 
coming up uh, for our next game, is a cup run important, or would you, you know, you know, would you prefer Newcastle to uh, concentrate on the league? I mean, Arsenal's a tough, it's a tough team at the best of times. They seem to have come in a, into a rich vein of form. Even if Arsenal are in terrible form, I still think they'll beat us. Uh, I reckon as soon as Steve Bruce seen the third round draw, or I reckon he was straight away, he was like, listen, put out all the, all the youth players, you know, just play. Some people don't really get played much, but yeah, I can't see we beat them regardless. But I mean, I would like, I would like to see we go on a cup run, but I mean, let's face it, our best cup run was this season, I'm a bottle of the Brentford, so I just don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's one of those things, isn't it? Newcastle have got you know Newcastle have got a decent enough squad, but you know they're, they're struggling to score goals. I mean Callum Wilson was a good signing, but ultimately when you look at you know look at the goals he scored, you know half of them have been penalties. It's uh, it's January transfer window time. Um, a, do you think Newcastle are going to sign anybody, um, or do you think it's going to be loans? Uh, mainly loans. Uh, as far as I'm aware, we haven't got much money to spend, but we need Jetro Willens. Uh, I, I don't get how I'm signed him yet. I mean, he is an absolute bargain at the minute, and I, I'm pretty sure we can literally get him for almost free. And I mean, you see him last season, everyone's seen him last season. He's one of the best left backs I've seen for Newcastle in ages. Uh, for me, it's no brainer. So that'll be one I definitely sign. But in terms of Ireland, I can't see it saying anyone else. It'll just be loan signs, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, is there anybody who you'd particularly like to see come? I mean, there's been a lot of names, you know, mentioned. Uh, Tom Dixon asks, uh, Adam, who do you think Newcastle should sign in January? I mean, you know, would you, you know, centre midfield is a major problem for me. I mean, we've got midfielders, but we've just got no creativity in there, and and I still think we need somebody to score goals. For me, it's centre mid as well. We need some of that controls the game. Our centre mid just don't do that. It's as simple as that. That's why we've got so little possession all the time. We don't get anything going. But uh, yeah, I think we need fullbacks as well. The depth in the fullbacks is just not good enough. I mean, look at right back, for example. We, we're playing a guy that we literally try to sell in the summer there at the minute. I mean, I, I know Yadin's been all right, but still, uh, the depth in the fullbacks just isn't good enough. But in terms of goal scorer, I, I think Callum Wilson's more good enough. Um, I know we haven't played many players on the bench, but. We've got like to Dwight here. I mean, I don't think he's bad at all. I do think he's a decent player. I've been off the bench, but yeah, but I think we definitely do need to sign a striker. But Newcastle always a club that always needs two or three signs, which you don't do in the windows. It happens all the time. But for me, the most important part is the centre mid and then get four back as well. Okay, Jack says, what does uh, everyone think about Brandon Williams? So I'll ask, I'll ask you that. Brandon Williams has been mentioned. Liam talked about it last night. Said it was a possibility. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's a bad player. I, I would take him Newcastle on loan. I just want Willems more. But, uh, yeah, you know, the guy's playing the Europa League semi-final last season. So, I mean, he has got good experience. He will be a player that could get in the squad. But, for me, though, Jetro Willems got to get him signed. Yeah, OK. Um, Dubravka, he's fit. Um, I would imagine Steve Bruce is going to play him at the weekend. At least give him a, a chance to get back, you know, into competitive action. Um You've seen both of them. Who would you know? Who would you choose to 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 stay in the sticks? Would you would you give Darlo the chance to, you know, to carry on, or would you bring Debravka back once he's fully fit? Play Debravka in the cup, so I'll keep Darlo in the league until Darlo starts playing crap. I'll bring Debravka back in, but for me, Darlo's the number one keeper, and uh, Debravka should be in the cup competitions. Okay, uh, Sean Longstaff. Um, obviously struggled a little bit since he come back. Uh, I made the point the other night that um, maybe it's down to his injury. You know, he, maybe he hasn't fully recovered from that injury that he had. And I think it was 
Um, Liam again last night mentioned that he played, you know, more or less three games on the belt, and you know he's probably struggling for fitness. But you know, what have you made of Sean Longstaff's return to the to the first team action? I mean, uh, I'll be honest, I can't stand Sean Longstaff. I just I don't know what it is about him. Even when he's playing, like I just think his attitude at times is really bad. He constantly takes players out, just fouls them at the end. He just always loses his head, in my opinion. But yeah, I suppose could have had something to do with injury. I remember Lejeune when he came back from his injury. I mean, he was really bad for us uh, when he came back. But of course, you see him um, that course in the ladder he got this season. I mean, he's one of the best players. But yeah, um, I think it's not a lot of things. I think bad coaching is definitely one of them. Uh, on the Benitez, he's literally 10 times better than he is on the Bruce. And I think that's the case for a lot of other players as well. But I guess it could be down to his injuries as well. But I don't know. I think it's more to that. Uh, just me says uh, he asked this question last night. Sorry, we didn't get to it. We got inundated with uh, with with questions. But Anderson, would you give Anderson a run out, um, young Elliot Anderson? I think I'd, I think not against Arsenal. If it was going to take a League Two team, I would have. But not against Arsenal. I would have played um, a bit of a stronger team, but not too much of a strong team. Like, I have players like Cowling, like the likes of them, really, just bench players. Really, I'd have them. Okay, good question from Stu. He says, "What attracted Adam to support Newcastle United? Was it because it's his local team? I just can't see what attracts people to support this club anymore, especially young kids." Good question. Uh, the reason why I support Newcastle is because my dad supports them. It is my local team. I live uh, very close to Newcastle. But yeah, um, I imagine people abroad. I mean, I couldn't imagine why I support Newcastle. The football is terrible. I mean, honestly, it's just going to be an acting nightmare for um, future sort of investors, I guess. But um, in terms of me supporting Newcastle, yeah, literally from my dad, uh, background essentially. But I mean, it's bleak times. Okay, Paul, I get your point, mate. Um, but look, it's done now. Me and Adam have, you know, we've broke bread, if you like, and we've had a, you know, we've had a sit down. We've chatted in front of an audience of, you know, over, you know, two hundred and fifty. So, you know, and we'll do the same again on his channel. Um, it, I'm, you know, I'm forty eight. I'm not that kind of person. And I saw his, he saw his call out to me. And look. We've, we've we've sorted things out. That's it, and you know we're both. I'm sure benefit. People won't have known about my channel. People won't know about uh, Adam's channel. I'm sure we'll both gain some subscribers from it, and we can move on. But um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, both adults. You know, despite the age gap, we are both adults, and I think we just you know we'll move on. Um, Anon says this isn't an amazing team, but just feels like uh, could offer more than it does, don't you think? Such as Almiron and Lewis for starters being bruised. Yeah, that's a that's something which you know gets mentioned quite a bit. Being bruised, um, would you agree? Would you say that the likes of Almiron have been bruised, Adam? Yes, uh, I mean that team, in my opinion, is underperforming. That team is more capable of staying up. We're currently in the relegation battle. I mean, uh, apart from Callum Wilson, I think a lot of the players are just playing crap. Jamal Lewis is a really good example. If he went to Liverpool, second choice uh, left back, he'd be by far a better player than what he is right now. It's as simple as common sense, really. If, for example, even me, if I played for club, well, Bruce obviously I'll play better for club. It's just, just how coaching works. Really, a coach is better than our coach. Players will obviously perform better. But uh, I mean, Steve Bruce. I mean, uh, I, I sure the bloke would be kind to me. I probably know it'd be great to have a pint with. But as a manager in a Premier League team, it's just not good enough for me. He's a Championship manager, and that's just how I say it. Uh, well, we agree on that point. I think he would be a great bloke to meet down the pub. I've actually seen him in a pub prior to a manager in Newcastle uh, back in the day. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's got the respect of a lot of the Premiership and former Premiership players and managers. So sure he is. But unfortunately for us, you know, we've got him as our manager. But he's done the job. He kept us up last season. 
he just needs to keep us up this season and then hopefully the takeover goes through and we can move on and wish him well uh, Lee says what's your we'll not keep you too much longer because we've got to jump onto your channel what's uh, been your highlight of support in Newcastle during the Ashley era Adam probably you <laughs> good question I mean, it's not too much, but probably up league season, or just going to weird days in general. Like, so more on the pitch, really, more experiences, of course, going to weird days, seeing like mates, stuff like that. It's more the highlights, more than actually watching the football most of the time. But, but definitely a 2011 12 season and that up league season as well. Those two have been the main highlights for me. JJ wanting to know if you can give him a song. I'm sure Steve will reciprocate on your show later. Is that something you normally do on your shows? I must have missed that. No, I don't do many singing my shows. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> JJ, <laughs> uh, I think we'll both give that a miss, mate. I don't think you'll want to hear my dulcet tones. Uh, how excited would you yep. be when the takeover is done for our club? Will you be celebrating when Ashley leaves, Adam? Oh, yes, I will be. Um, I'll be getting the drinks out when Ashley leaves. The kinds of people say. Yep. Jason Carter says communication is an amazing thing. It can heal or divide. Fair play to the young lad for coming on. Uh, tunes in the blood if you live up here not that many young kids from now from afar joining up to support the tune though yep you're right uh, David says I'd rather see Bruce out than a 10 million player signed uh, we need a Colin Bell yeah we'll rest in peace to Colin Bell he's just passed away another great player leaves us uh, Paul says put the young guns in poor Elliot maybe thinks just give me a chance some players can be average then when you put that black and white shirt on all of a sudden you're world class uh, John, just as the same way, can we find Adam's channel to watch? If you check the link below uh, the description, you will be able to find uh, Adam Pearson's channel. But just go on to YouTube, but the link is down. Uh, Lewis says, Adam, sing the Lukaku chant. <laughs> you must be doing some singing somewhere. Uh, Stu says, it annoys me saying local... <laughs> <laughs> okay look we are going to jump on Adam's channel I do want to say thank you to the sponsors um, uh, quickly uh, qtechshop.co.uk of course uh, makers of pool tables and snooker tables in Walls End in Newcastle big shout out to them for their ongoing support and uh, of course it's dry January so a big thank you to uh, oldcoachhousedistillery.co.uk our main sponsors for this month visit their website enter the code OCHD to claim your introductory 10% discount and get the most out of your mindful dry January and very nice gin it is too I will be back uh, on Adam's channel at 7 o'clock um, to uh, go through a similar scenario but with Adam in the hot seat and with me saying um uh, given the answers and we've also got uh, our favorite show for the older guys and girls out there it is the retro show and tonight we're going to be looking at nottingham forest i'm looking forward to that we've got george mitchell neil mitchell Stu penman uh, Steve Hasty and of course myself looking back at Notts Forest with all the usual uh, all the usual things on there we've got um, the famous fans as well as the uh, players that played for both Newcastle and Notts Forest thanks everybody for joining in thank you to Adam for coming on and uh, I'll yeah. see you in 10 minutes on Adam's channel take care see you later Talking to myself again